0: You are now listening to the Masters Mahan Podcast. Episode 2 The Butt of Every Joke. This episode may be deemed inappropriate for some listeners. If you are immature, overly sensitive, or unwilling to embrace blunt truth, you are advised that you may want to skip this episode. If you have been ritualistically or scientifically abused, you should stop now and ask someone safe whom you trust to let them listen first and then only listen in their company or if they deem it is safe for you some information might be triggering if you are a minor please consult your parents before continuing. The ours of the we are a people opposed secret to secret societies, the secret orders, and the secret machines. We are opposed to the world. My order before, before that time must be the work of the devil. Me. Well, join me. I'm glad to sit here at the right hand of Satan. <laughs> the vision of Joel has been fulfilled. So, the name of this project is FunVax. We don't just need more for money for vaccines for you know, children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. System. There's going to be another pandemic. We'll eliminate this behavior. And we believe I am that's uh, that best way to get that. Do you think the first game president or the first gay president? Well, we already have it with Obama. So, let's just calm down. The Michelle, is a trend. But you know, there's quite an awakening coming. All creation functions on two principles, motion and strength, called by God masculinity, and rest and nurture, called by God femininity. Now, it is true that a bonded pair A male and a female wed together share these roles when rearing a family. They are nonetheless two separate forces that by coming together form a perfection. Thus, the Lord's, if ye are not one, ye are not mine. And there is no man without a woman, and no woman without a man in the Lord. God your Creator designed your human body to be the temple of your Spirit. Your spirit, made in the image of your body, according to Moses, enters your physical body when it is developing in your mother's womb, rest and nurture, after the seed of your life, motion and strength, was placed there by your father. While we will embrace high school biology here as our guide, this episode is dedicated to illuminating the spark of life that is causing all of the chaos we are feeling all around us we will come to see that despite it being held up in great esteem by its practitioners, in the end, it will really be the butt of every joke. Let's step into the darkness, or as the Luciferians say, let's go over the rainbow. the rainbow. The cabals and covens of the Luciferians, like most belief systems, function in hierarchies. Well, there are various names. Basically, men function as wizards, while women function as witches. Disney-style cartoons and children's stories paint these wizards and witches as either helpless, friendly, bumbling, fairy godmother fools, or old friendly sages with elder wands, whose magic spells come to the rescue of children needing glass slippers, or admittance into Warthog's school of wizardry and magic somewhere off the coast of Glasgow, or as darkly demonic Grand Dom, Maleficent, Cruella, devils. There is an important occult reason for this, which we will save for a later time. But, in the occult, only a wizard has a true wand, and that wand is his erect penis. This is why wizards wear robes, and no underwear. When they slither in to their rituals. When they are aroused, they are quick to flash their erections to the gathered, so that it can be seen by all that the magic is flowing through them. Reality, as Luciferians teach it, is that life comes about in two ways. First, when a wizard puts his wand into a witch's cauldron, her vagina, or if one is already born, when life starts anew, called being thrice-born if you were born a Christian, when a wizard puts his wand up your ass, male or female. This is known biblically as sodomy and paying the dog's price. (laughs) Luciferians believe that in order to be born into the occult, a second spirit, a demonic host, has to be birthed into your body. Since this can't happen through the witch's cauldron, or tunnel of life, it has to be done through the anus, or tunnel of death. Ultimately, all of Satan's symbols teach of death, so this makes sense to them. They teach that when the wizard's wand strikes the base of the spinal column through the anus, it opens a pathway of light up the human spine into the pineal gland, where they believe your spiritual entity the seed of your consciousness, dwells. Where Christians teach that after baptism, one can be confirmed with the gift of the Holy Ghost as a comforter, a baptism of fire, as in the day of Pentecost, Luciferian adepts are told that they will need a similar spirit or animal guide or a demon host to possess them in order to be born into the occult. For some reason I can't explain, Every occultist I've ever met seems to think that they were inserted with either Merlin or St. Matthias. I've enjoyed stopping them before they've told me and said, wait, let me guess, you've been possessed by Merlin or St. Matthias. For a moment, they think I must be a powerful adept to know this. It's always deflating when I tell them that I've met about 13 of them, who all have Merlin and I'm not sure how he gets around between them all. I only know about six who all have St. Matthias. The truth is that these inserted demons range from familiar spirits to Amityville horror entities based on the luck of your draw or on Satan's plans for you based on your star chart or analyzed DNA. While the Holy Ghost is the Father God's gift, and a companion, and a comforter, speaking peace and wisdom to the human heart, the anally-inserted demonic host slowly turns its host into a rebel, or worse, a psychotic, semi-schizophrenic. Two wills cannot exist in peace in one location, or as the Lord better described it, a house, your body, divided against itself will not stand. This is the proper understanding of the account of the demoniac man of Gonorinus in Luke 8, whom the Lord exercised. He was legion because it is said that with each anal insert of a wizard's wand, an additional demonic host was added to the victim. As chaotic as it is to host one demon within you, imagine the internal chaos of hosting an entire legion of satanic entities. No wonder the man was both furious and crazy. Sodomy is considered the first sacrament of satanism. When it is done to children before the age of six, it is particularly damaging. But we have reached a place in our society where anyone wishing to descend the escalator of satanic success and grab the brass ring must allow a wizard to sodomize them at any age. This, they believe, connects them directly to the power of a wizard's will, and, perhaps worse, to eventually direct communication with Lucifer. Those who have been through this, when it is done correctly, to use the term very loosely, say that there is a flash in their brain, when their pineal gland is cracked open, to allow the new demonic host to enter. They claim that this is the reason that Lucifer is called the bringer of light here on earth. Lucifer means the light-bringer in Latin. His name in Hebrew before his fall was Hellel, which means the bringer of light of God. When he was cast from heaven and fell to earth like lightning, he lost his l suffix and just became Hell, or Satan, which means the enemy. Occultists say that Joseph Brooks' famous number one song in 1977, you light up my life, is in praise of this experience and a bringer of light. Who knows? If so, it is a bit warped. So many nights It can't be wrong when it feels so right? By an open window in the middle of the night? Where have we heard that goofy logic before? I mean, other than by Lucy Western Rye in a Bram Stoker novel. We'll save the water lyrics in this song for later when we discuss spell casting. The enemy holds up as one of his greatest badges of honor the fact that he was able to bring light or knowledge to our Mother Eve when he tricked her into ingesting the forbidden fruit. In this he knowingly murdered her for her own good, the dirty bugger. Thus, subsequent murders in their rituals are seen as acts of good. Oh boy. Oh boy! In a recreation of opening Pandora's box, his followers believe that sodomy is the beginning of the knowledge of good versus evil within any child of God so sodomized. Thus, Lucifer is Prometheus in his mind, the poor misunderstood demigod who only wanted to help the education of humanity by giving them fire or the inner light, but also the fire of anal pain. Many a young actor, singer, professional athlete, soldier, jihadist, altar boy, or CEO discovers this one day when they are just about to rise into stardom, break in, get a promotion or an increase in rank, or crack the glass ceiling. Ever wonder why some potentially very talented young newcomers burst onto the scene and then disappear? Ever wonder why some morons are continually placed in CEO positions over various companies, even though they ran their previous 27 companies into the ground. Ever wonder why some actors are continually given A-list films, costing hundreds of millions of dollars, even though their box office takes continue to flop? Ever wonder why some singers release amazing songs, with some of the dumbest or oddball lyrics shoved in? Ever wonder why so many child stars flip out, and go psychotic as they get older. Stop wondering. Now you know the answer. Roseanne Barr tried to tell us. All of these were given a taste of the high life, and once addicted, were told rather bluntly, now we own you, and you will do as we say when we say it, or go back to mediocrity. Many put on the golden handcuffs and enter the gilded cage. Those who do agree find themselves, like Pinocchio, trapped with their Stromboli in a pseudo-puppet show of hell, like a famous caged attraction. Trapped but well fed, a sex kitten, or a boy toy on call. Those who refuse to play their game are sometimes congratulated for their sincerity and told that they passed a morality test and then discover they never rise above where they are. This is one of the reasons the Lord has said, A broken heart and a contrite spirit I will not always despise. Today, these can be a sacrifice to God. All humanity are God's children and within them is the desire to rise above their beginning circumstances. For those who refuse to be marked and violated in Mystery Babylon, the realization that they will not fulfill some of their dreams can be heartbreaking. All one can do then is remember that the Lord God of Israel has promised to bind up all broken hearts and wipe all tears from our eyes, if we will but endure it well and hold on for the brighter day. It also wouldn't hurt to stop electing morons, Pinocchios, and Strombolis to high worldwide public offices people. We will have more on this topic soon. Fair use claim. We are claiming fair use for the items in this podcast in which we do not own the copyright. United States law allows us to use items copyrighted by others in this podcast without their permission in the manner that we have under fair use. American courts have ruled that using another's copyrighted items in this manner is crucial when commenting and illustrating subject matter. Otherwise, news and commentary in the public discourse would be hindered, which is a violation of our constitutional rights, including our freedom of speech and freedom of the press, etc. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Master's man will return.